3HL on 104.5 The Zone. We are on the air. Hour number two. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. Hi. And there he is. He's Ron Slay in Titans Blue. Come on. Hey. Why? Come on, man. I'm telling you, that, that's how big Jeff coming in. Today. As hyped as you were last <laughs> Come night on, man. for Tennessee's win against Arizona, you got a double dip tonight. Yeah. Two nights in a row. Yeah, it's here. And I'm ready for it. By the way, if you're not following Ron Slay on Instagram, you need to. Ooh. Two videos last night. Pure gold. Yeah, I did. Yep. I did put that the first one out, too. I forgot about that one. That one got overshadowed. Were said videos <laughs> after a drink or two? You know what? Actually, I was I was dry last night. Okay. I was all awkward. Not no, I was on high sea orange. Oh, oh that'll yeah, do I, it. I had to get a little Ron. You almost sent me there. You almost made me. I, I, I was like, man, my boy having a good time. Look like I need to have a good time. But I'm, I'm very superstitious. We had a little... Little neighborly get together last night. Yeah, watch so, Tennessee Arizona. If I start away for the game, that's how I'm gonna end the way for a game. So if I'm drinking at the start of the game and they winning, I'm gonna keep on throughout the whole game. But they wasn't. They was winning when I turned it on, so I just stayed where I was. Well, last night ended up with a uh, ended with an an Instagram video from Slay in his backyard with a grill. I wasn't in the backyard. I was in the forest and a flashlight <laughs> aimed up on his face. It was terrifying, Slay. Yeah, I had to let y'all know what I was doing. <laughs> you were looking for Arizona Wildcats. I was looking for Wildcats because the little Tigers got away. The little Memphis Tigers, they snuck away. Somebody must put them in some little cargo and got them on back down 40 West. <laughs> but them Wildcats, they couldn't. Titans, a three-point underdog tonight here at Nissan Stadium. We've seen a lot of 49er fans walking around. There's one right there. What up, buddy? Okay, 49ers in the building. They're um, in the building. They're, they're, okay, opposing <laughs> fans are always they're they always get hurt early. Well, here's the thing: wouldn't you want to leave the state of California <laughs> right now? Most definitely, it's too expensive to live there. I'm man. in the building. I'm in the building. Do it again. Hey. Do it again. Come on, little dog. Do it again. Come on up here. There oh, he is. you're about to be Come on, on the up. stage too. Could have brought your ball with you. There we go. What's your name, brother? I'm in the building. I'm in the building. <laughs> What's the name? What's the name, man? What's the name? Abel Wilmore. Give me some. My man. There Good you go. job. Five, buddy. We got him Have in the building. Have fun in the game. He's got the 17 Tannehill jersey on. Yes. He might. Yeah. Ooh, we'll see how clean that jersey looks tonight. <laughs> Listen to you. There are so many things. So many Titans fans want to rip my head off right now, by no, the way. I, no, I, you know what? I think you are the voice of reason, honestly, for Titans fans right now. I mean, it's it's crappy reason, on, but on paper, there's no reason to think the Titans should win this game. Right. Yeah. On paper. But morally. And, and, and it's happened before. And Mike Vrabel and the squad. my conflict. Okay. All I'm but saying. But this is different. And they got a defense, too, is all I'm saying. Them boys good and nasty. Over, and, and, and they ain't beat up like the offense is. These boys healthy over here on this other side. Them linebackers. And guess what? They can rotate them in and out now. So it's back like it was early in the season. The only person we're missing is David Long, for real. No. Them, them, them boys, and, and Cunningham, man, are you talking about being disruptive? Man. I'll tell you this. When I went back I... and watched the game again, that's a guy that really stood out to me. I'm honestly, like, wow. In the, in the front seven, in that ring, run game, um, because 
I mean, he, he's got his fits for sure. But there, there was one play where he went running through an offensive lineman, went running through uh, another, I think, tight end at that point, mm-hmm. and then made the tackle. Yeah. That's, that man is wild, man. He should change his name to wild, man, because he's wild out there. Like, you got to be wild. In the run game, that's for sure. A.J. Brown is active and will play tonight. Hey, somebody like that. In fact, there's A.J. Brown standing right, right there. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that. <laughs> I tell you what. If we can throw it to him. Oh, there's Bill's Mafia still in town. Look at that. <laughs> Y'all still down there? What, what happened last time? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Who would no, want to go back to Buffalo? Somebody get that man a table. See, who you don't want, want to talk about that last visit here? Who would want to go back to Buffalo? Like, if I, if I live in Buffalo and I come down I just to Nashville, move here, yeah. I'm moving. Guess what I would do, though? I There's would follow a Steelers him fan next to him? I would follow him around and have a table, and i tell him, get on this stage and show me really how much of a, a Bills Mafia fan you are. Show me right now. Oh, whoa, you whoa, whoa. We need there, our stage. No, I want him to jump on a table. We got a folding table somewhere? Yeah, we'll find one. Oh, he's going oh, in. Oh, here go Look one right him. here. Find us a table, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Moses. 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 No. No, you're not going to jump on our promotion table. We got, we got the police in. It's cool. You're going to be all right. Put a little tourniquet on him. He'll be straight. <laughs> we know how to do that now. We did. We learned how we to do that. We learned all about it in our class. Oh, he'll be all right. Yeah, if you guys walk by with an arm injury, we got you. We got you covered. <laughs> we know how to stop the bleeding. I did see two Packers fans walking by earlier, too. Okay. There's my guy, Randy. Randy Smith. <laughs> what up, you walk by our table, you get called out. It's so weird. I hope everybody... Like, Hopefully, Randy is supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Anybody that we say hi to, like Sandy, hey, Sandy, yeah. she just came by. Sandy Anybody we say, we say hi to, hopefully you're supposed to be here. All right. So, A.J. Brown is active and will play. Julio Jones, full participant yesterday. So, for the first time, and I can't even remember, you got both those guys available on the outside. Maybe. I mean, we never know with Julio. Like, what are you going to see from him? I mean, you could get that one run down the sideline where he's wide open. But you can't throw it to him because you have no. There you, there you okay. go. Guess what? Yeah. There you go. Tannehill's not going to have enough time to let that develop. There you go. I wonder what Tannehill theme song is coming into the stadium today. What is he listening to? I don't know. What's what 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 goes Easy. with get rid of the ball? I think Tannehill probably needs a smoke a joint or two. Honestly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you really just say Sir. that? <laughs> That's real. He needs to go he out to Cali instead. No, seriously, can you think San Francisco about Francisco? Like, maybe they brought some. Who in town has more anxiety today than that guy? I know, right? And that's my thing. Like, I am pumped full of anxiety. Yeah. And I am. There is no way Tannehill is not on a different level. Man, I mean, he's been. We've seen. He's looked shook lately. True. Shook. True. And now, I mean, Dylan Raidens, I don't care that he played tackle all throughout college. He played yeah. for North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. That's a very <laughs> different, different trench to let be me, in. Let me ask you guys this. <laughs> let me ask y'all this. Just about trench warfare. That is Yeah. <laughs> We got, wait, we got Tannehill smoking joints to calm uh, yeah, down. It's, we got, it's, it's wild out here. We got trench warfare from Dylan Raidens. Let so. me ask you this, though. If the defense scores, yeah, and special you teams score, you are so on this defense, man. This, listen, at, at this point in the season, you got to take it for what it's worth. I believe in them. Like they show me nothing else, no other reason. Oh, I not believe to. in them. Okay, so let me ask you this. But it happened last week. Yeah, and it they did. did their job. They did, did more than their job. It did, and it didn't matter. It did. And Ryan Tannehill still got killed. It did, and he's 
they still turned the ball over four it, times. It and they still lost. It and did. it still didn't matter that that defense was as bad A as they are. It did. Okay. But. Carry on. I say all that to say, if this defense score, which we know can happen at home, the last home, all we, let's just go by the last home game we saw. The defense was serious. Four takeaways. They go out there and they score. And then Against special the teams scores also. <laughs> That's 14 points. Well, the key to that game, the Titans didn't turn it over. So let's say if the Titans turn the ball over zero times tonight, then what? The, then what? You, I'm telling you exactly what. It'll be a field position game. Yeah. Big Randy, you need to have your leg working. Have that thing good and wrapped. Big Randy. That's my boy. I'm the big slate telling Big Randy. Randy. Have that thing ready. Cock and loaded. I appreciate that you use the word big instead yeah, of fat. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm just like Pittsburgh was a field position game. The problem with that, and they would have won it, is the ball was turned over. The line, oh, listen, the line horrible. Let's just go and get that out of the way. The line's horrible. <laughs> oh, oh, and I ain't talking about the gambling line. I'm talking about the offensive line. <laughs> the line's horrible. But they've been horrible. Yeah. What's the next word for tonight? <laughs> yeah, we we can't. This is. Not on these airwaves. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We're not allowed to use so, those words. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this defense, man, like I, I'm walking over there as a competitor, and I'm telling Tannehill and them, hey, y'all, listen, do not turn the ball over. I'm going to get you the ball on the other side of the 50 plenty of times. I promise we got you. Take care of the ball, and we, we, we as in the defense, are going to win this game for us. We'll worry about the rest after this. But right now, tonight, focus on this for me. That's all I'm asking you, Tannehill. Now, you ain't got – if he call a passing play, you see them coming, go down. Like, go, <laughs> go down immediately. Fall straight down. I don't care. Do not throw that ball. They have to have a safety word tonight. Like, the offensive line, all of them, has to have a safety word. Get down! If you get beat, <laughs> yeah. what, what's, your, what's your safe word? What? If you get beat, you got to yell it. Schwarzenegger, get down! <laughs> that is way too long. Down! Shihano. Pick up Bosa, get down! Like, yeah, hey, man, so Tannehill, when he, hears, down, when he hears this word, he hits the deck. <laughs> <laughs> down! Down, yeah. Like, what do, what uh, is the word? Hit us with something yeah, good. Yeah, that's what we need. Y'all After it's 104.5. Scrooge! Hey, uh, real quick, University of Tennessee Jeez. ball catcher. Oh. Coming back. Cedric Tillman. There we go, man. That's the one Come on, man. that we thought you were talking about last week. Come on, man. When you instead were talking about Prince. Prince, Prince the Fats. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. from Nashville. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. And we love him. I love but him. that's not the ball catcher that Tennessee fans were hoping was that's back. We but Cedric Tillman is. That's, that's huge. You talked about their relationship. I remember when I worked that Kentucky game, uh, I had asked Hinden about it, like leading into that game, just his relationship with the receivers and all that, and those two are tight. Spent a lot of time together, took a couple trips to Nashville, all the receivers, mm-hmm. and hung out. And, yeah, so that's uh, that's only going to get better, too, with, with more time together, with time in the offseason to to refine that chemistry. That's well, That's good stuff. Kevin Dyson will be here for the 5 o'clock hour as we do. the It's uh, it's the Lee Company countdown to kickoff from 5 until 6 o'clock. Kevin Dyson will be here, Dr. Kevin Dyson. When we come back, it's time for a film session with Greg Cosell, executive producer and analyst for NFL Matchup, senior producer for NFL Films. We get him on a game day. Greg Cosell next on 104.5 The Zone.
Three HR one zero four five. The Zone. Brent Norton, Don Davenport, Ron Slay. Joe Burrow said he lives in a boring town. Basically, we'll play that audio for you a little bit later. Chad Johnson tweeted, <laughs> "You're not lying." <laughs> he said, "Joe Burrow said there's not much to do in Cincinnati. I beg to differ. There's a Starbucks downtown, a McDonald's in Covington, and an O'Charlie's in Tri County, which is, which in fact has the best complimentary bread known to man. <laughs> it does." That's not wrong either. I like it. Greg Cosell joins us from NFL Films. Greg, what's up? How are you, buddy? You know, Brent, my guess is if you wanted to do other things in Cincinnati, you could probably find them as well. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know about that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, all you need is a Starbucks downtown, right? That's right. And a McDonald's <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently, but, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that, I guess. <laughs> How hard is it to evaluate this Titans team because of the amount of turnovers that they have out there? Like, can, can you get a good read as to what they are right now? I think I can. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe so. Yeah, would, would you like to discuss that? Yes. <laughs> what do you How about think of- they're a team that turns the ball over too much? <laughs> yes, as we broadcast live from Nissan Stadium in front of a lot of Titans fans. <laughs> How's the, how's the weather for the game tonight? Perfect. That, great football weather. Yeah, Perfect. it's not bad. 50? It is beautiful. Yeah. yeah it's um, currently 57 degrees. Wow, that's nice. Um, I, you know, I think, you know, turnover is always hard to uh, to kind of evaluate uh, because of how they come about. But, you know, I, what I found interesting is they know what their issues are. So, for instance, they come out on the first play against Pittsburgh and they call a shot play. Yeah. And they have Jones, you know, who ran right by Cam Sutton. And it's just it's just representative of their season because they're obviously playing with with Brewer at left guard, who I, I assume will start again tonight yep. in Saffold's place. Um, and he's struggling a little bit with Wormley, but he'll probably get him blocked, okay? And – then Hilliard just grazes Brewer after the play fake, and Brewer loses all his leverage in his technique and warmly sacks Tannehill. You know, that is so reflective of their season. Uh, you know, uh, the opening play of the game, which could have been, what, a 60, 70-yard touchdown, whatever it would have been, ends up being a sack, and it, it just is, that kind of sums it up. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> that word that you just said might be said a lot tonight if you look at what the Titans are having to deal with on this offensive line. So I, I'm going to the word sack. Yes, yes. Is sack. that the word you're referring to? That that's the word, Cosell, and and we'll see. You never know, but um, clearly with no Taylor Lewan, no Roger Saffold, and now uh, obviously COVID nineteen also affecting the backup to the backup is where we are. I, I'm going to hit you specifically on Dylan Radence just because it looks so like wait, that. He's gonna, so who's, who's had COVID-19? Lamb. Uh, Kendall. Yeah. Lamb. Oh, Kendall. So Lamb is out tonight. Yeah, yes. so they're, they're so having to make a decision out. at left tackle. So Dylan Radens is going to be the left tackle tonight. It, 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 I mean, that's the word around the camp. Christian Deloro is is the other. I mean, he was elevated from the practice squad, but and and Radens did play left tackle in college at North Dakota State. And yes, and I did. know you did a lot of a bunch of film work on him. Obviously, he's a second round pick. So we're going back to that vault of well, yours. This is not a good defensive line to to have to get your baptism under fire against. Um, <laughs> what are you talking really about, Greg? <laughs> I mean, 
I guess I'm not getting uh, the, the Titans fans excited right now, huh? Um, you know, this is a really good group. Look, we don't need to discuss Nick Bosa. He's great. But they've gotten really good play over the last month from both Arden Key who I'm sure you guys remember from LSU and the SEC, whose body type looks totally different now than it did at LSU. And they've also gotten really good play from Samson Ibukam. And those two guys are kind of interchangeable. They both line up inside. They both line up outside. So, you know, and and by the way, Todd Downing will know all this. This is not going to be a scoop, what I'm saying. So the question is, how do they structure their offense so that Dylan Radins, or Deloria, whoever it is at left tackle, is not stuck one-on-one with deeper drops. So you're just going to have to account for that, and that creates some other concerns in the rest of your offense, depending on down-and-distance situation, because you can control those kinds of things in normal down-and-distance. It becomes much harder to control when it's third and eight or third and nine. So, you know, they're aware of all this. Like I said, this is not news, um, but... Now what happens is first down becomes such a critical down for yes. the Titans in this game. Such a critical down. couple of things. Can, can they insert a long snapper at center and just go like 15 yards back in the shotgun? Is that something they could do? Or, or maybe <laughs> just in, institute the West Coast offense in, in you know a short week and just well, throw it quick. You know, this is going to be one of those games, and I'm sure Mike Vrabel, given his background, because he started out as a special teams phenom, I'm sure this is one of those games, given a short week coming off a really disappointing loss, where he's harped on this must be, you know, a full team kind of game. All three phases must be a major factor in tonight's game. Because based on recent history, they're not likely to put up 30 tonight. So... You know, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? You know, that's why they play these games. You never know. But just based on what's going on, when you come off a game in which the longest completion to a wide receiver was 13 yards to Chester Rogers, you don't necessarily come into this game thinking that, hey, you're going to light it up in the pass game. Although, I guess A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are playing, correct? Yeah, well, A.J. Brown is definitely back. Julio Jones is available. Yeah, he practiced fully yesterday. Ah, what does avail? I'm available too, but what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, well, but that's, I mean, that's my, I guess, yes, you can say he's going to play, but, but we just never know with Julio, right? Right, right, right. Um, so, you know, obviously, AJ hasn't played in, in a number of weeks, but uh, we'll see. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll feel that, um, uh, you know, he can really sort of light a fire in this pass offense. Yeah, I'm sure what they'll try to go back to is what has been so successful for them with that, that bang play action off the run game where they get him on, on the slant routes and hope run after catch. Because, look, you do want to attack the, the corners for the Niners. The Niners have played a lot more zone in recent weeks because they're trying to protect their corners. Josh Norman is at right corner. I assume the rookie Ambry Thomas, who played all but three snaps last week, will be at left corner again. So they've been playing a lot of split safety because they don't want to give up the scene and they're trying to protect their corners. Um, So, uh, you know, I'm sure that the corners will probably play a lot of off-bail coverage, and they'll try to get that bang play action, which we used to see so often, where Brown would catch, you know, a quick slant or a glance route, and he'd have room to run. I'm sure you'll see them try to get that part of their offense working tonight. Greg Cosell with us on 3HL, at Greg Cosell on Twitter. Uh, Greg, uh, obviously San Francisco's won five out of their last six. What what has been the key to their success in recent weeks? 
I would say uh, their starting point on offense is the run game, and that's led to Garoppolo being very, very efficient. And then I think defensively, their defensive line has played really well, and they've got one of the top two or three all-around three-down linebackers in the NFL and Fred Warner, who's really a good player. What do you see from Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, there's no mystery to what Garoppolo is. Garoppolo is a timing rhythm player. Uh, he needs to hit the back foot and have the ball come out. He needs the throws presented to him within the scheme and the play design so that he can hit that back foot and the ball can come out. Uh, they don't want him to have to drop back 35, 38 times a game. This past week he had 23 dropbacks. In three other wins in this stretch where they played well, I think he's had 25, 22, and 19 dropbacks. They, they're not a passing team in a strict sense. Um, so, you know, therefore, for fantasy people, you know, they, they don't get a lot of targets for a lot of their receivers, but they're very efficient. They're a volume-running team. Normally, they have very good production running the ball, but they're a volume-running team, and they play almost 50% of their snaps, if not more, out of base offensive personnel, meaning they either have a fullback use check on the field or two tight ends. So I would assume you're going to see the Titans playing a lot of their base front, which is essentially a 5-2. I really like Debo Samuel and what he gives them. At, at he the likes wide you receiver. too. He, you know, he likes you too. <laughs> at the wide receiver <laughs> position, they'll also line him up, obviously, at running back, uh, and they yep. call that the Deadpool package, which I, I love that name. Uh, talk about him as a player and what you see uh, on tape from him. Well, you know, he is a physical guy. I mean, he's he's built really solid. He's actually built more like a running back than a receiver. He must be a pretty smart player because they they use him in the run game with multiple run game concepts. So somewhere along the line, he, he needs to be taught that. Um, now, very often with backs and the way the Niners teach their run game, they, they teach it in a very precise way. So they do have their backs take their first two steps anyway, you know, based on fronts and based on the path. And then after that, obviously, because defenses move, so you then react to defensive flow and changing gaps, then it's on the player. But um, they've asked him to run multiple run game concepts, and he's run them well. So he's not had as many targets in recent weeks, but uh, he's he's really run the ball well. And they, they seem to give it to him anywhere from six, seven, eight, nine times a game. Greg, uh, Trent Williams at left tackle is an absolute beast. Um, yep. What what makes him a great player? Well, the, the, it's funny. We have a very interesting contrast tonight because the left side of the 49ers O-line is really good with Lincoln Tomlinson and Trent Williams, and we really, I guess, don't know about the, uh, the Titans' left side tonight. Um, Williams, you know, I, I'm not an offensive line guru, uh, but – you know, one thing that I enjoy watching with offensive linemen is the way they move. And he's, he is an athlete. I'm sure the technique and all that's really good, but because they're an outside running team, their foundational approach is outside zone. It starts there. You see a lot of runs where he gets out, you know, to the second level, sometimes to the third level of the defense. And I'm telling you, he moves like a 210-pound running back at times. Uh, just the way he moves is really impressive. Looking at the Titans' run game, um, let, let's talk a little bit about Deontay Foreman. Um, the, the Titans, two of the last three weeks, have been over 200 yards rushing. What, yep. what are they getting done up front? Because they're certainly not protecting Ryan Tannehill, but they are presenting holes, it appears, for Deontay Foreman. 
Now, Foreman is kind of a methodical, measured runner. He's got a little short area burst, but he doesn't really have any juice. You know, he's not a guy that when he gets to the second level, that he will explode. He's kind of your true sustainer. Um, Hilliard gives you a little more juice, but it, it appears that Foreman is, is the number one back in the way they want to play. You know, he's closer to a Derrick Henry if you want to play the same way um, than Hilliard is. Um but yeah, they've they've had some success running the ball. Uh, I think they'll attempt to do that. Um, Niners have been pretty good against the run, so you know that's a good matchup. You know, but yeah. you're right; it's been the pass protection that's really been an issue. Um, and uh, you know, again, that's why they know this. And tonight could be even worse. So they they're going to go into this game with an approach that try to minimizes the, the limitations of of Brewer at left guard, and if it is Raidens or Deloria, it's going to I assume one of the two. So it's they're going to have to try to deal with that. George Kittle, San Francisco uh, tight end, uh, unbelievable pass catcher. Uh, spends a lot of time in Nashville. Good good blocker too. Um, what, what do you see on tape with George Kittle? Yeah, well, he's the best overall tight end in the league in terms of multidimensional ability. Um, I'll be very curious to see how much man coverage that the Titans play because he'll be he'll be Kevin Byard's assignment, um, and that could be a really really fun matchup to watch. You know, depending on how much man coverage they play, and I imagine they will play a good amount of man coverage. So. Uh, you know that'll be a, that'll be a fun one to keep an eye on. Kittle's really really good. He's an interesting guy because he doesn't look smooth when he runs, but he's pretty explosive. I remember being at the combine the year he came out, and he came out the same year as O.J. Howard, who of course was the big name tight end that year. And everybody talked about Howard's athleticism because he's smooth. And Kittle, <laughs> all Kittle's measurables were better than Howard's. And the reason Kittle was drafted later, I, I would imagine, is because at Iowa, where they play kind of old-school Big Ten football, he only caught, I think, 20, 22 passes in each of his last two seasons, and people just weren't certain what he could be as a receiver. Wow, wow that's crazy. I didn't realize that he caught that few balls his last two years. Oh, yeah. That's- well, you know, look, you, you do college football, Don, so you know. I mean, the Big Ten, there are still schools. Iowa is one of them. Um, yeah. Michigan State to some degree. You know, they play old school 90s Big Ten football. You know, they line up with the quarterback under center, and they run the ball. And the, and the tight end is a blocker. He's not, he's not a split player who's running deeper routes. And, and that's, the, that's where Kittle came from. Hmm. Crazy. Uh, Greg, when when do you see um, Jimmy G get unsettled? What makes him unsettled in in, when, in his performances? Uh, the longer he's in the pocket, Ron, the more uh, unsettled he gets, and his effectiveness goes down. So he's he's really good when he can play rhythmically. When he has to get back and sit in the pocket. Uh, that's when it becomes a lot tougher, and that's ideally what you want to do, is you want to get him. He's not, he's not, to use the term that's often used, he's not a late-in-the-down pocket thrower. He's got to get the ball out. He's got to hit his back foot, and the ball's got to come out. You, t- you talk about unsettled. This is, I don't know, Brent, Brent had said it, what, probably three weeks ago, probably a month ago, that Ryan Tannehill looks like he has the yips back there. How much do you see... Maybe the word's not panic, but, I mean, maybe it is unsettledness. Maybe it's nerves. Maybe it's, I call it shook. 
<laughs> what do you see from well, Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, I would never use the word panic, Don. I, you know, because that yeah. that kind of that kind of yeah, gets into a, a guy's head. Intense, <clears throat> Whereas yeah. unsettled, you can see by body movement that that a guy is unsettled. Um, yeah. You know, keep in mind, Tannehill became a starter. Uh, you know, what was it, 2019 it was, week yeah. six or seven. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's been there with, with Derrick Henry. And clearly, clearly, maybe more so than any team in the league, this is a run-first team with the running back. You know, it's not a run-first team in the way, let's say, the Ravens were with the quarterback being a foundation or the way the Eagles are now with the quarterback being a foundation. They're, Titans, as you guys know, are a run-first team with the running back and more so than any team in the league. And, you know, that, that places a different kind of demand on the quarterback than if you just ask the quarterback, you know, like Buffalo with Josh Allen. They just ask him to get in the gun and, and, and just drop back 40 times a game. You know, that's hard. Um, and I'm not saying what Tannehill was asked to do is easy, but it's different. And now it's not quite the same. So, again, I, no knock on Ryan Tannehill, but it's just it's different, and you're asking him to make a change in the middle of the season. Don't forget, it's been six games, and in the last game Henry played, he carried 28 or 29 times. So, yeah, I mean, Henry was on pace to carry, you know, 450 times. So, you know, it's just been a whole change in, in the way Tannehill has to play and probably his mindset, and you're asking him to do that in the middle of a season. Greg Cosell, on the way out, real quick, uh, what what did you notice on tape from Zach Cunningham at, at inside linebacker? Uh, you know, I wasn't studying him in, in, in great detail, but, I mean, he's going to play. You know, he played, he played every snap other than in dime. So, I mean, obviously they put him out there, and he's going to play. And tonight, because they're playing a team that lines up in base, he's, he's going to have to defend the run tonight. You know, keep an eye on that. He's going to have to be a run defender tonight. He's going to have to be a physical run defender. One thing about the, the 49ers, and, and everybody will tell you this that watches them, they are old school in this sense. They are very physical on both sides of the ball. And, we, and, and, and I guarantee Vrabel's been harping on that to his team for, in the short week that you have to bring your lunch pail for this game. This is not, you know, one of those spread, toss-it-around-the-yard games. You have to be physical, and you have to match their physicality. That's Love a it. Vrabel game right there. Are you kidding me? He that. loves that. Right, that's, and that's why he probably enjoyed getting them ready for this game because that's yeah. who he was as a player, and, uh, you know, that's the way he wants his team to be anyway. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. It's Greg Cosell. Give him a follow, at Greg Cosell on Twitter. Thank you, Greg. Always enjoy the visits. All right, have fun tonight, guys. Perfect. Thanks, Greg. There he is. All right, when we come back, Joe Burrow ripped on his own town. Talk about next. Here you tell 104.5 The Zone. Three HL 104.5 The Zone broadcasting live at Nissan Stadium. Right next to the Titans Pro Shop. Slay's dancing. Uh, Davenport's very festive with her Titans Santa hat. That's right. Whose Titans Christmas light necklace is this? Kirby? Kirby. That's Kirby's necklace. Kirby, oh, why aren't Kirby you wearing it, Kirby? He decorated, decorating the table. Our table. Hey, I, I just looked at a mock draft for next year. I don't know why I would do this to myself, but I did. Guess who uh, 
Yahoo Sports has the Titans at 26, taking Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams. Yeah. I'm in on that. So I'm going to take the roof off. Well, you know how. You're going to talk about speed? Yeah, what they're going to do is off. have to take an offensive lineman. Yeah. A lot of them. Again. They'll probably go. And again. And again. And again. Maybe one of them will hit. Yep. Here you go. Central Michigan offensive tackle Bernhard Raymond. That's definitely who they're taking. Bernhard. That guy. Western Michigan offensive tackle. That's who the Titans will take. 49ers fans getting out there. They're a little rowdy out here, man. 49ers fans. We've got a, uh, I mean, we've got a captive audience because they yes, haven't opened do. the gate yet, and there are a lot of people waiting to get in right in front of us. Titans ready to put it down. No, I already know what's going to happen. They are. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hunt, do you have Joe Burrow talking about their COVID protocols in Cincinnati? I do. Yeah. He, uh, dude, you know, you know you're good in a city when you can bag on your city. This is, this is Joe Burrow. Not, you know, not a lot of people can say at this point of the season. We've been lucky as far as injuries and COVID. And fortunately, there's not a ton to do in Cincinnati. So it's not, you know, nobody's going out to clubs and bars and getting COVID every weekend. Man. How about that? Dude. I mean, he ain't wrong. Even though they, I know, they, but you <laughs> can't say that. That's your city. <laughs> they did redo down by the river, though. The, down by the river looks real nice. But it's only what so if much we said that. that about Nashville? I mean, well, you we, could well, never be a say lie. that about Nashville. It'll be a but... lie. I mean, we would be lying. We don't lie, Babs. <laughs> In a we, we tell it how it is. Right. Down by the river. Right. <laughs> here's, yeah. what, here's what Chad Johnson tweeted. Quote, Joe Burrow said, there's not much to do in Cincinnati. I beg to differ. There's a Starbucks downtown, a McDonald's in Covington, <laughs> and an O'Charlie's in Tri-County, which is factually the best complimentary bread known to man. There. I've been to that O'Charlie's. I love that he <laughs> went nothing but chains there, right there. That's perfect. Hey, can I say this, though? Isn't Skyline Chili's like their thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Ironically, my husband made some, like, pasta Skyline Chili dish for us for dinner last night. Cold-blooded. Where did he get Skyline Chili? What? Where did he get Skyline Chili? I don't know, but I never want it in my house ever again. No, it makes me want to vomit. No, that's operator error. There's yeah, no that, way yeah. that could be bad. No, it it, it Damn, he didn't do phenomenal. all it was was noodles with skyline chili. It tasted like cinnamon. What yeah. is the hype on a, this crap chili? Yeah, people it love it or hate it. Honestly. I hate it. Yep. And you guys know me. I'm like a garbage disposal. I'll eat anything. <laughs> give me your candy. Give me your what is that? That oh, you took a bite out of that and you hated it. That's okay. I'll eat it and I like it. <laughs> you sound but like you're making that... a revolutionary war right. speech. <laughs> <laughs> that chili is garbage. So... Oh, wow. <laughs> Skyline amazing to me. This is like an unexpected turn to the show where, where Don Davenport just launches a war against the city against of Cincinnati. Skyline. Like, who puts cinnamon in chili? Man. Christian's with me. A couple other notes uh, <laughs> with Trevor Simeon. Anyway, out. so all that to say, Joe Burrow's probably right. Can't even get chili right in Ohio. I've been Johnny. to Cincinnati. <laughs> and we we tried to go eat before a Reds game, and nothing was open. I'm like, you're like two hours before a Reds game. How are you not open? Like, none, none of the was restaurants it Was this open. COVID time? No, this is like oh. 10 years ago. Oh. But, oh. yeah, I had Skyline. I didn't, you know, I didn't hate it or... I, whatever. I it's whatever. It. Um, I with, felt bad too because my husband actually cooked. You Sorry, babe. Like, I don't want this yeah. trash. <laughs> hey, that would be really good if I like Skyline Chili. Thanks for cooking. <laughs> exactly. But I don't so, like it. 
So a couple other notes uh, with Trevor Simeon out, with Taysom Hill going on the reserve COVID list, the Saints will start former Notre Dame star quarterback Ian Book this weekend. Going, I forgot about that guy. It's going to be over for him then. If that's, if that's the case, that's going to be ugly. Steve Levy with a great stat. You guys know I love stats. Only one rookie has ever thrown a pass for Sean Payton Saints. One. Mm. Who was it? Reggie Bush. Wow. In, in 2006 oh. against the Ravens, Ray Lewis intercepted it. Oh, come on, Reggie. <laughs> I would not have won that trivia question. No. Steve Levy going deep. Vikings plays running back Dalvin Cook on the COVID list. The Texans have 20 players on reserve COVID. And from football scoop, John Bryson, the guys, George Corals will be the East Tennessee State head football coach, was at Maryville for a long time, has been at Furman the last five years, been the OC at Furman for the last four. So Corals gets his college shot. Jeff Fisher's name came up for that job here yeah, and there, too. Yes, it so. did. Interesting. Shout out to Congrats uh, Coach to Corals. Coach Corals. Yeah, 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 he's we'll awesome. Them. We'll be them in the state championship. Thanks, oh, Coach yeah. Corals. <laughs> <laughs> you might be like one of the few teams yeah, I, that ever was. beat him it in was. a state championship. It was. I, no I mean, he... You are exactly right, Babs. Yeah. Legendary. Didn't he go through a stretch where he was like 102? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. I think we've caught him around. Hillsborough Hills beat him for the state title. Yeah, see, yeah. We, yeah. But, the, but the, the constant in that is, he was always there. Always there. <laughs> always there, yeah. I saw him on the field before a game was. That's the nicest dude, that guy. Yeah. But he so is, nice. He is like matter of fact, like mm-hmm. kind of general-ish. Mm-hmm. But, ETSU beat Vanderbilt this year early on. I yes, they that did. Game, remember? Yep, so did. They had some dudes. Randy Sanders. They, yeah, he retired. Mm-hmm. I great, did it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why the oh, job was real. open. So, um, great career for him. All right, uh, oh, when wow. we come back, the yep. Lee Company countdown to kickoff from five until six o'clock. We'll walk you up to Titans Radio coverage of Titans and 49ers. The doctor, the good doctor, Kevin Dyson, uh, will be along. Stay tuned. Three until one zero four five is on.